Hey, I'm Max. And I'm Cade. Hey, Cade, didn't some kids make fun of you the other day at the playground because of your wardrobe? Yeah, I was wearing some pretty disappointing clothing, so uh, in order to step up my style and compete with the kids, I went online to onceuponatea.net. For those of you who don't know, Once Upon a Tea offers you the chance to support artists and their designs on things such as men's and women's apparel, posters, blankets, tote bags, coasters for beer drinkers like myself, and a whole lot more. Every week they offer brand new designs inspired by movies, TV shows, video games, and more. They're giving us the chance to save you 10% while shopping at onceuponatea.net by entering promo code RAGCHU at checkout. That's promo code RAGCHU for 10% off. Support independent artists and, of course, the podcast by shopping at onceuponatea.net. Now, let's jump into the episode. Welcome to Rag Chew. And if you are as curious as a kitty cat as I am, make sure to go follow us over on Facebook and Twitter. At Ragchu Podcast. I'm Max, and I'm great at multitasking. I can waste time, be unproductive, and procrastinate all at once. <laughs> hey, I'm Cade, and uh, I bet the butcher the other day that he couldn't reach the meat that was on the top shelf. He refused to take the bet, saying that the stakes were too high. <laughs> <laughs> the stakes were too high. I was like, where's he going with this? I literally was like, okay, hold on. You know when you try and predict the end of a joke? Yes. And that's how I was feeling. I was 100% predicting the end of the joke, and <laughs> I was like, sirloin, maybe? I don't know. <laughs> sirloin. That would have been a nice royal meat joke. Yes. Uh, no, I, I ran across that, and I was like, wow, that's just too perfect. The stakes were too high. That is a good one. That is a good yeah. one. Or like, did, did I ever share this on the podcast? I created a joke when I was like <laughs> five oh, years old. Okay, go on. And it's probably... I think it's a creative joke, but it's also a really, really crappy joke. Um, Cade, why did the cow uh, cross the road? Or not cross the road, sorry. Not cross the road. Yep, not cross the road. So he didn't become ground beef? No, but that was an interesting one. Okay. Uh, Because the cars were moving. (laughs) Hey, you laughed. I'm at least happy I got a chuckle out of it. I love it. You look at me like, oh... That could go with the the rest of my dad jokes. I store them in my database. Good. <laughs> I totally thought it was just ending there, that it was going to be like, all right, yeah, I'm going to keep with my dad jokes. <laughs> no, my database. Oh, that's, a, that's a nice IT joke for you there. You're welcome. That was good. That was yeah. good. You. Uh, that was a cheesy joke. I thought it was pretty Gouda, though. Oh, he. All right. Okay. Listen. Settle down over there. <laughs> We've already had people tune out of the podcast. <laughs> hey, We're listen. Like, if you've listened, if done. you've listened to prior episodes, we already talked about right after Denver was born. We talked about dad jokes like crazy. So uh, you know, this is it. It comes full circle. It's just coming back around as all this really happening. Oh yeah. Listen, so, I feel like welcome. all of our episodes run full circle. You know, we always end up referencing something from another episode or like. We've talked about God. I talked about this in like three episodes ago, where I was like, "Hey, um, didn't we just talk about this topic?" Or, "Hey, you remember when we literally just talked about all of these topics, and here we are talking about them again?" Yeah, yeah, we did. We talked on the live show once again. We referenced a couple of things. I'm starting to get to the point. This is episode 44. For those who are listening, I'm starting to get to the point where I'm, I'm getting concerned about 
uh, have I already said this before or talked about this? I did that about the steak joke. I was like, someone said this already like i i can't like i did you know i don't want to be redundant or somebody to come back and throw a comment on there and be like you said this on episode three man it's not funny anymore kate we've already heard this joke before you need to change it up here okay yeah uh, it's getting stale in your dreams i will say content's tough man it's tough to like constantly think of something new all the time yeah and, and yeah. I mean, I, I have now gotten into a habit of with the podcast, and I feel like we're, we're lucky, right, because we are kind of a variety show kind of podcast here, that it, it makes it easier that we can just go on a million and one different subjects, and I can type down things that have happened throughout my week and put it over to the side and be like, okay, um, I have a couple topics we can talk about. If not, man, sometimes it's tough to try and pull things out and be like, uh, this happened this week, you know? It's true. It's true. You know, what's funny is like, I, I've, I've gone into it the vast majority of the time, not with something necessarily sticking out, but like we ha- will say things or talk about things that'll trigger some like distant memory that I haven't brought up in years. And, uh, that's been the, the fun part about it is, is to, uh, recollect on some of those things. Amen. Amen. It's nice to share my embarrassing stories as a child. Why? why would all we the not? things that I've done. Why would we not? Are you kidding? <laughs> Come on. It's Somebody's going to get a entertainment laugh. here. FYE folks. FYE for your information or entertainment. That's why I, sorry. <laughs> I was like, you know, what's funny is I was confused at the fact that I was like, why do you say FYI, E starts with an E, you know, and then I said it like it was an I because I'm an idiot. For your for, information. Yeah, he said he said FYE for for your entertainment the first time intentionally. I'm just slow, so sorry. Do you about remember that. Uh, that old store though? FYE. Twenty first night of December. Yes, I do. Do you remember? Ah. The twenty first night of what is it? September. September. <laughs> yes, I do. FYE, I do because uh, wasn't. FYE was Sam Goody, wasn't it? I have absolutely no clue. I've never even heard of that before. They were Sam Goody before they were FYE. Sam Goody. FYE. Hold on. I'm, I'm looking it up right now. Um, yeah, Sam Goody stores. Uh, Transworld. 2008, Transworld converted most Sam Goody stores into FYE. Yes, indeed. So they were Sam Goody before they were FYE. The only reason I know that is because uh, when we go to the mall... Uh, when I lived with my grandparents, um, they would, um, we'd go, so to put this into context, because I know we've talked about it before, they lived in the middle of nowhere, and um, the closest mall was about 45 minutes away, either direction, and, and so we'd go to either Lake Charles, Louisiana, or Lafayette, Louisiana, go to the mall, I think it was Lafayette. No, I think it was Lake Charles, the mall that had the Sam Goody. And so my grandma would be like, yeah, I want to go to Dillard's. And, and she called it Penny's, J.C. Penny's. I want to go to Penny's. I'm going to Macy's, you know. Your grandpa needs some more Stinkum. And she called the cologne Stinkum. I was like, what is that? Yeah, yeah, it's cologne Stinkum. Yeah, he needs <laughs> some more Stinkum. But, you know, I'd go back and look in his bathroom and he's got eight bottles sitting there like half full. But, you know, she's just the sweetest person. So always got to make sure he's taken care of. And uh, so I'd be like, all right, I'm going to go look around, you know, and I'd go walk around at stores and I'd always go to Sam Goody because the electronics and uh, some of the other cool stuff to look at. And I'd read the back of the video game cases. We talked about that in the live episode, I believe, with the video game cases. Yeah. Um, 
looking yeah. through, uh, you know, your your physical collection, and that was always fun. So I'd go, it, you know, I never, I never usually had money to buy anything. Sometimes I'd save something up and get it, but then it turned into FYE because I remember being really confused when I went to go to Sam Goody and I was like, FYE, what the hell is this place? <laughs> And I walked in. I'm like, oh, it's the same damn store. You know, I was they gonna just say, did they the sell name. the same thing. Like they didn't literally change it didn't change the thing. It was the same store. It huh. just they just changed they changed the branding and the name, I guess. But yeah, I only yeah. ever knew it as Fye. So when I was lucky and during when I got after I got my Christmas money, um, I would usually my mom was kind enough to take us to the Florida Mall, or would take us primarily to the Florida Mall because like Millennium Mall is like too bougie. And Millennium Mall, for those who don't know it, is like, like an upscale mall. Would you say like they have like the Gucci store? Yeah, it's really Prada. upscale. Mainly the tourists that come. It's it's right down near really tour central Orlando. Yeah, yeah. It, well, and the Florida Mall is too, off of OBT, the greatest road in the entire OBT world. It's and beautiful. Sand Lake, right? What? It's beautiful. <laughs> it's all the orange blossom trees. You know. It's, yeah. Absolutely no extracurriculars beautiful. going on over there. <laughs> extracurricular. You can um, get a lot of handiwork done around there. You know, it's it's real good. <laughs> handiwork. <laughs> for that's... those, that's an inside Florida joke for everyone there. But I will let you in. Prostitute Central. Okay, welcome. Yeah, definitely. I'm glad we could let you in the joke. Thank you for coming. It's true, um, and and just an FYI for you too. Like my parents, who both lived here in the early '80s nothing's changed on that road. <laughs> no, no, absolutely not. Absolutely not. My my parents, when they moved to Florida, it was the same thing. They lived um, somewhere near OBT. I don't know exactly where, but it was the same exact thing. And they were like, yep, it's been that way since the 80s. And it has not changed. It's crazy, but, dude. No, we used to go to the Florida Mall, and that's like the big mall in Orlando. Massive. And it really is like Tourist Central Mall, but it has all the stores. It had like your... FYEs, your at the time KB Toys. Uh, I'm trying to think of what else it had. It had, um, oh, it wasn't GameStop at the time. What was the other video game store? Uh, oh, uh, EB Games. EB, EB Games. Games. Yeah. yeah, Electronics Boutique. And they yeah. got bought out by GameStop, right? Yeah, they were bought out by GameStop. Yeah, because GameStop started gaining a lot of traction and bought them all out. But um, yeah, we went to EB Games. Like, that's where we go. And we go to all the toy stores, or I go to like the MM store that was there when that was built. Uh, it was such a cool store, and uh, or such a cool mall, so that's where we used to go. But FYE, I remember my brother, that was one of the favorite places he used to go, because he used to pick up CDs and stuff. And I remember that was when you could um, kind of do what you did at, like, the Virgin uh, Mega Stores or Virgin Record Stores, you know? Where you'd um, pick a CD or whatever, and you'd scan it, yeah, and you put on the headphones, and um, then you could listen to whatever CD. You could preview the songs and that kind of stuff, which was so cool. And I remember being like... Whoa, and I just go around and start collecting weird like music and I'd scan stuff just to see what happened. Just to see what it was. Yeah. And like sometimes I was like, Oh, oh my god, like my, my like eight year old ears. Oh my god, what is this? I, I didn't mean to play ICP. <laughs> I didn't mean to play Limp Biscuit, Fred Durst. <laughs> oh no, you didn't, Fred Durst. <laughs> Not my virgin ears, Frienders. Oh, no, I don't. Now I don't want to break stuff. <laughs> oh yeah, man. We would listen. I, that was so cool. But that was one of my brother's favorite stores. We'd go in there, and like you said, we'd look at video games and everything else. But yeah, That's that was awesome. a cool memory. That was a cool memory. I agree. But I speaking agree. of the holidays, since they are coming up soon, Cade, um, 
Kate and I would love to invite all of you for a holiday drive we're doing, actually. It's going to be running from when this episode airs, so November 2nd, all the way up until January 2nd. Let me verify that. Yep, January 2nd, which is a Saturday. It's going to run all the way till then. And what we're doing, we're partnering with an awesome, awesome nonprofit charity inside of our community located over in Winter Garden, Florida. Um, so for everyone wondering, what is Winter Garden, Florida? 30 <laughs> minutes from Orlando, okay? Let's just put it that way. <laughs> they got cool stuff out there, actually. They do have good stuff out there out in Winter Garden. One of the oldest cities in Florida. But anyhow. The old Crooked Can Brewery. Come on. That's right. That's right. But we're partnering with an awesome charity. And uh, we actually have uh, Patty Myers here on, uh, Building Pathways, to tell us a little bit about their mission. So, Patty, it's great to have you on the podcast. Thanks for joining us. Thank you, Max, for having me and the opportunity to share about our nonprofit. Of course, of course. So can you tell us a little bit about what the mission of Building Pathways is? So we want to create a safe place for teens and adults with disabilities to learn life, social, and job skills and to have, you know, build bridges for them between independent living and finding a job that they can be a valuable member of the community just like any of us you know want to be that's awesome that's really cool and uh i guess it's kind of to to play off of that a little bit uh, how, how would you say um tell us a little bit I, I guess about some of the ways that you go about making a difference for those with unique abilities so first of all i have a son 19 charlie who has autism so he has taught me a lot um, about appreciating life for like the little things. He's worked really hard. He's still working at it. Um, and so my, my heart is for the older teen and adult that they exit school and basically nothing is happening. Um, they're not, you know, able to live on their own. They don't have a job. They struggle to have even get through the interview process. So that's, why I built this program. So we have social skill classes on Tuesday and Saturday. We have a day program. It's kind of like a school year, August to May. And then we have summer camps. And the summer camps and social skill classes are for younger uh, 11 and up. Um, and then day program is primarily 16 and up. So I'm really trying to help and support um, all kids to gain more social appropriate behaviors and to be able to do these independent living skills you know on their own so um, there is a huge need and I tried to uh, provide that service in West Orange County um, and I can talk about a little bit later what the what our whole mission is as far as our programs and what we want to happen in the future for sure and so I, I assume, obviously, the kids are in great hands. I, you're a board-certified uh, assistant behavioral analysis. Is that correct? That is correct. I Awesome. And, and how does that apply? How do you feel like that really helps them out and applies for them? So a lot of our kids um, either have autism or Down syndrome or different developmental disabilities that impact their behavior. And a lot of times in a negative way. So whether they get too close to someone or get agitated real easily. Um, 
there's behaviors that aren't dangerous and then there are behaviors that I deal with that are a little bit more challenging. And my job is to help them not even get to the level of aggression or, um, you know, cursing, yelling, uh, inappropriate behavior. So I, I want to get and, and, and build their self-regulation skills and such. And that's what I do in my profession. Um, so I'm working all the time, whether they're eating, walking, swimming, biking, all the things that we do, I'm always working. They don't know it. Um, like even if we play a game of Uno, I'm working to make them share and, you know, wait their turn, not talk over each other, all kinds of things. So some aren't dangerous and some are. So, but behavior is always something I'm working on. That's awesome. That's awesome. And so what if, um, I, I guess, based on the funds that we would receive, what would they go towards? How would that help you? So our, our primary meet and train them all in those three things, summer camps, social skill classes, and day program. And then on the uh, thing that we have is our training house. So we have a, a two-story house, and the bottom floor is where we, second story, we just added a girls' supportive housing. So there's two girls that live there with a resident assistant, and um, and I help as well, but uh, we're working on them to be able to live on their own totally independent. So right now they just have a little bit of support. Um, and then the final thing of our program is a business. So we're gonna hopefully open a flower shop in the near future. We're working on all the details with that, but we definitely need funds to, to get that up and running. So our, our primary things are really the business part. Uh, and then we want to add a guy's a supportive house by hopefully next August. Um, and then this house that we moved to, our prior house had a pool. So summer camps and such, it really, it was a good social, um, uh, not exercise, but fitness thing that we add. Um, so we want to add a pool in the new house that we just purchased in August. Um, but the primary, th primary thing that we need is really help with this business model that we're going to do. So not only a, a flower shop, but we're also adding like micro businesses for adults with disabilities so they can showcase their product that they work on, but yet have a tiny, uh, not tiny, but minimal rent um, but yet have that experience of a full business uh, model to do that. So that, those are the things I really need. And then the big one, next one, is really scholarship. So I am a fee-for-service. I do take certain state scholarships like Gardner and CDC Plus um, through MedWaiver. But um, I, my fees are my fees, and our goal is to get free or nearly free, and we're not there yet. So um, just having an in-house scholarship. So if a family couldn't afford a social skill class, which costs uh, like a Tuesday cost uh, $400 for a group of uh, seven to eight classes, we would be able to you know, help support them halfway or maybe even full scholarship. But we're trying to raise funds for that. So no family would be able to not be able to come if it was just about money, you know, finances. So. 
we just want to make changes in people's lives. We're not there to do anything but that. So we want to have them not need us anymore. That's what I think from the time I get someone for the first time, that you're coming here and I'm going to help you and you're going to go off and do your thing. So that's my goal from the start. So, because there is a lot of kids out there that need our help and um, I need to get them moving so I can help the next one. And then once we have that full model done, so the business and the guy's house, I just really want to do that just in another city. We're right now in a Koei, a winter garden area, and I just want to go to another city that I'm hearing that kind of is needing that. I hear a lot of Altamont, Navido, that kind of area, so that might be our next uh, stop. I don't know. That's great. That's great. And then is there anything um, else that you'd find relevant to help spread the message for you guys over at Building Pathways, a website or anything else like that? Yeah, so you can go to building-pathways.com and you have all the information about all our programs there, uh, all the applications and, and different things like that. You'll see a little profiles on some of our kids and some of the testimonies from parents and uh, see what we're doing there. But we definitely need any, any support you can give to be able to fulfill our full mission of helping teens and adults with disabilities uh, grow and be independent. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Patty, for joining us uh, over here on the episode. And uh, make sure to be donating and support a awesome cause. Thank you, Max. And thank Kate. you so much, Patty. That was awesome. That was really awesome to very cool, man. Be able to to kind of hear her and in, in the message. But we definitely ask you guys to join in and donating. What we're going to be doing is setting it up via Facebook, and um, on Facebook, you there's going to be a donation link button that you can donate towards it, and uh, we'd ask that you donate it. And as well, um, Patty wanted to bring up one one more thing that we forgot to bring up was there is a tax exemption status. They are a five hundred one c three nonprofit. So if you did want to write it as a tax exemption, you're more than welcome to. Obviously, just keep the receipt. That's up to you for your tax records. Uh, but yeah, please feel free to donate. There's an awesome cause. I've known Patty personally for the past almost nine years, and she's an excellent person who really cares about the um, work she's doing inside of the community as well as um, the people that she works with. So yeah, definitely donate, and we'd uh, love to have you. Once again, that's from November 2nd, so the day this airs all the way up until January 2nd. And don't worry, you won't forget because we'll keep talking about it in every podcast episode up until then. Every and, episode. And uh, on that January, I think that's the fourth? Is it the fourth? Afterwards? Uh, uh, yes, fourth. Yes, Yeah, good job. When sir. that episode... Man, I can't believe I got that. On January 4th, when that episode airs, uh, we'll definitely be letting you guys know the total that we were able to give to them. And uh, we're super excited to be partnering up with them to... Uh, for this awesome cause. Yeah, and it, I mean, if you, uh, absolutely, first off, absolutely fantastic uh, what Patty does and uh, the, the charity, and, and we ask you guys to participate out of the goodness of your hearts. Obviously, you know, it's been a, a tough year in 2020 for um, a lot of people, um, and, and for those who do participate, we uh, may in fact do a, a, a random giveaway of those who, uh, undecided item just yet, but uh, 
we'll uh, we'll figure something out, and um, we look forward to you guys participating and uh, coming up on the holidays. And uh, a Merry Christmas to you coming up. It's on the way, folks. I know, <laughs> I know. You know, it's uh, as this airs, it will officially be November second. I didn't, I didn't forget Thanksgiving. You know, I'm not crazy. That's I right. love my I love my turkey and my stuffing and my cranberry, you know, it's delicious, okay? Ew. But cranberry. uh no, settle down. If it Ugh. if it doesn't have ridges, it ain't right. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah, man, very very cool stuff and uh we thank you guys for even the consideration and uh show show some love and hey. We love it. It's very cool stuff, Patty. Thank you yeah. very much. And if you guys have um obviously if you don't have the means, that's okay. We know it's been a crazy year. Um, so nonetheless, if you wouldn't mind either just sharing it on your Facebook or sharing it with others, just so the message spreads so we can really help them be able to build it up further. But yeah, thank you, Patty, for, uh, for joining us on the podcast. But, uh, Kate, since we are talking about that, you know, call me a little crazy, but November 2nd does mean we need to put up our Christmas decorations at this point, right? Uh, listen, I usually do probably second week of November, um... And a lot of people get mad about the... And listen, I totally understand. They get mad about the, hey, Thanksgiving hasn't even happened yet. But here's my thing, man. It's a lot of effort, in my personal opinion, to put up all my Christmas stuff between the lights and the tree and the decorations on the inside and the outside. So to me, I'm like, the longer I can enjoy it, hey, I'm going to enjoy it. And, you know, and it's one of those things where I love Christmas. It's my favorite holiday of the year. And it's my favorite holiday for a lot of different reasons. It's my favorite holiday because um, for some reason at that time of year, people decide to be a little nicer to each other. Um, I feel like it's uh, it, the spirit of it is just encompassing of joy and cheer and doing the right thing and so on and so forth. And I wish people could be like that all year long. I really do. I understand why they don't because sometimes it's very tiring to do it uh, with certain people all the time. But, um, yeah, man, I love it. I love the decorations. I love the cooler weather that we get here sort of in Florida. Instead of 95 degrees, it's only 89. (laughs) So, you know, we got that going for us. But, um, yeah, man, I'm fired up. And it's, you know, it's Denver's first Christmas this year. And I've already told Patty, I'm like, going overboard, man. (laughs) I'm just, I'm beyond thrilled. I wanted, as a kid, I always wanted a train to go around my tree and my parents basically told me to go pound sand. And <laughs> so for him, dude, I'm like, I'm already. It, it's already in the works. It's gonna happen. You got a train, boy. Don't you worry. Oh, dude, it's gonna. You won't ha- be abused like I was. <laughs> no, everything I ever wanted that I couldn't have because I was told no, dude. It's gonna happen at Christmas. I'm telling you, I'm gonna make it happen. <laughs> no, I get that, man. I know. I I absolutely. I'm with you. I absolutely love Christmas and. Um, I am also that guy in my neighborhood who <laughs> was just too lazy to take down his Christmas lights, so I still have my Christmas lights oh, up on my dude. house. Oh, <laughs> dude. Wow. One of those, Max. Never wow, took them wait. down because, well, I'll also add, we didn't have a ladder, and we used, listen, we had a redneck way of putting up the Christmas lights last year. That's fair. We had a neighbor who had a jacked up truck, and uh, we proceeded to stand in the bed and put, it was like a four foot ladder like one of those smaller ones you know kind of ladders and we used that and we stood up on the bed of his truck and stood on top of that ladder and then put the christmas lights because i have some high like peaks of my roof or whatever right 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 so we didn't have a ladder and that neighbor ended up moving away so it wasn't like i had a ladder anymore i have officially purchased one okay i am an adult now 
But at the point that I had purchased one, I was like, well, we're halfway through the year. So I right. mean, like, we're almost at Christmas, right? Ah, you might as well at this point. Right, exactly, exactly. So I just, I kept them up. And now my house uh, has been Christmas all year. But I absolutely love it. I love Christmas. It's exactly what you said. I love the feeling. But honestly, I'm with you. You can't forget Thanksgiving. And I've learned, I think I talked about this in the first or second podcast. I've learned to appreciate um, Thanksgiving so much more. I have. I've learned to appreciate it so much more because the more I kind of sat back and realized what it's about, you know, of, of sitting down and, and thanking or thinking about, like, the good things that you have in your life. You yeah. Know, and, and thinking about all the good that's come to you throughout the entire year is kind of cool. I mean, don't get me wrong. 2020 has been a absolute crap wash of a year. But in all reality... I mean, we still got some good things going on. I mean, for me, I'm at least still inside of a job that I love. You know, I mean, others out there I know don't have that. But I think like, yes, sir. For some people, it's like, hey, I had family or friends who were able to support me, you know, or I was able to at least make it to this day here after such a rough freaking year. Um, I have a roof over my head. I mean, it's kind of nice to sit down. And at least at the same time, I have so many memories of sitting down around the table or sitting around with all my cousins and my uncles and aunts. And sitting around and just laughing and joking and enjoying a dinner together. Because how often do we get that nowadays? Especially the older I've gotten. Especially now in general. Yes. You know? Yes. Well, yes. Now in general, 2020 for sure. And it, it, it's nice to be able to sit around at a dinner table and do it. And it's funny. Me and my wife have now made a habit. of Because I kept noticing like whenever we'd sit down for dinner, it was like we either sat down in front of the TV and just sat there and didn't talk to each other and ate dinner. And then we'd chat a little bit, and then we'd go to bed. And it was like, this isn't cool, you know, for, for me and her. It wasn't. It wasn't. I yeah. mean, that's it isn't cool. But, like, it's it wasn't. It's not cool, bro. It's not Sorry, it was the chill, way you said man. it. Not the situation. It was like. That's <laughs> not stoke, bro. That is not shredding the gnar, man. It's not, bro. That's, that's not, bro. Are you kidding me? Wookity, no. wookity, wookity, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't cool because I was like. I don't know. I, I love to sit down and hear about her day, and she loves to hear about my day. So I, we've now made it a habit of we sit down at the dinner table, and we eat dinner, looking at each other and talking. And we set our phones over to the side, and if anybody texts us, we don't answer during that time. It's I've noticed it's made – it feels so – we feel closer, you know? And, I mean, don't get me wrong. We've been married for almost two years now, so it's not oh, like hey. you're a big butt much of a difference, you know? Oh, two years, you know? Nah, dude. Listen, I understand. But totally it, it's understand. nice. It's nice, and I, I think the one thing is out of Thanksgiving to end my uh, rant here, I guess, is I love sitting down and having just those times to sit and laugh and, and be thankful for what you have sitting around you, you know? I totally get it, man. Yeah, I totally get it, and, and what you guys do, I feel like we don't do often enough. We do it periodically. Like, you know, I'd say at least once a week or maybe sometimes twice a week we'll do that, and... uh you know, especially now with as hectic as things are with, uh, you know, my little Denver guy running around and uh, and work and, and, and her work and all the side projects and stuff that we're both throwing around. It's tough to do, but it's great when we do. I feel like I agree with you where, you know, it's one of those, um, as a kid, like growing up, like it was a thing. Like we always ate at the dinner table together. Uh, there was special occasions, like we watched our shows as a family together where sometimes we would make an exception and we would, uh, you know, throw the TV on in the background at the table, but we always ate at the table and talked to each other. How's your day? What's going on? Made jokes, blah, 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 blah. And I, I miss that to a certain extent, you know, 
and um yeah it, it's uh thanksgiving's it's pretty cool man it really is and i i like to i'm really getting into the whole this is gonna sound very you know like i'm aging kind of thing but i'm totally getting into like dude i love to cook man i really do i would cook all the time if i could and um i asked my mom earlier this year my mom is um such a good cook her she got it it runs in her blood her grandma was a was a chef and uh worked as a chef and a lunch lady um at the school that my mom went to and uh, my mom grew up loving cooking and uh, she was a personal chef for a family for a while and and uh and then when she moved to nashville ended up falling into different work uh, just to kind of have a job and uh, i love to cook so i asked her earlier this year i said thanksgiving you know like maybe you could come and we could cook together like i really want to do that we haven't had the chance to do that but i want her and i to be fully responsible and i i want that to be a thing and she was like i don't know if i can make thanksgiving but can we plan on christmas like can we do christmas and I said, absolutely we can i would love if you came and you know christmas eve dinner like we'll do it we're gonna knock it out so we've already got the main course selected the sides on it not so much yet but you got you're gonna love this and uh, after, I'll, I'll cut it after this, but uh, the main course, we've ordered a turducken. Yes! That oh, is, yes! That is, it's not a regular turducken. It is, the stuffing is crawfish and shrimp. That's a Louisiana kind of That's a Louisiana turducken, turducken there. right there, boy. That's a Louisiana turducken. So I'm fired up about it. All the sides are going on, but my mom and I are cooking for Christmas, and um, I'm beyond excited. As her son, I asked her not long ago. I said, "You know what? What are the odds that you would have thought, you know, when we were all young, me and my two sisters, that it would have been your son that would have been the one who would have taken your love for cooking?" And she said, "I never would have thought." <laughs> yeah, I'll admit, I, I, I don't really like cooking. I can do it. You know, I love being able to cook for my wife and be like here you know like here especially if she's had a hard day and that kind of stuff because she does the same thing for me you know we both work our butts off so it's for sure it, dude. i know she appreciates and i do but i'll admit it i am the master of macaroni and cheese peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and burgers and that's about it you know yeah i'm a uh three trick pony i guess uh there. <laughs> <laughs> but no no i agree i agree no that's awesome man that's really, really cool. I know. For some people, cooking is just an art. And uh, I'll say for me, I'm not – it's it's not my thing. But there's a million other things that I can tell you Dude, I love. Hell, hell yeah, man. Hell yeah. That's what's up. Dude, that's awesome. That's awesome. Well, Cade, you think it's about time we uh, wrap up this little old episode here with the bow? Yes, sir. I think we'll put this baby in the cellar and save it for November 2nd. If you're listening right now, you're like, what do you mean November 2nd? I'm losing it right now. It's November 2nd. Guess what? You waited, you were patient, and we're thankful for that. <laughs> we're thankful for you. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Cade, do you have a quote here, sir, to uh, finish us off? I do, as a matter of fact. And uh, even though this guy is, uh, you know, he's kind of a jerk in real life, this is a really good quote anyways. Uh, Lou Holtz uh, once said this. I met him in real life. He came and played golf at this golf course I used to work at. And um, he's not, maybe he was nice at one time. I don't know, but. He's not a, a real friendly guy. But anyways, great quote. Do with it what you will, as I always say. Um, your talent determines what you can do. Your motivation determines how much you are willing to do. But your attitude determines 
how well you will do it. That's true, man. Attitude is everything. Positivity is everything. It's your mindset. That's it. Always is. It's always a mindset thing. Yes, sir. Well, thank you, everyone, for joining us on another episode here of Rag Chew. And uh, once again, don't forget about that holiday drive we're doing. Consider donating if you have the means uh, over on the Facebook page at Rag Chew Podcast. And uh, if you have the ability, follow us on Twitter at Rag Chew Podcast. And then don't forget to check out onceuponat.net um, and use promo code Rag Chew at checkout for 10% off to support the podcast as well and uh, purchase some cool t-shirts some cool designs every single week check that out and um, Howard Dean you know it take it away Ah!